Hi, I'm Leslie Ferry, the founder of Rise and the host of the Bright and Wise podcast. Let's unleash your greatness with today's topic. Okay, the third leadership attribute we want to talk about is over-communicating to avoid ambiguity. That seems a little ambiguous to me, but okay, what does, <laughs> what, what does that mean, Pam? <laughs> well, communication, uh, just in a, in a simple uh, form, just means that you and the listener have the same understanding of what the message is that's trying to be conveyed. So to over-communicate to me is an attempt to be clear about what it is that you're asking for, what your motivation is, to be clear about what it is that you're seeking. And actually people will people will appreciate that, right? So why is this over-communicating thing to avoid ambiguity? Why is that important? Uh, avoiding ambiguity, if we break it down, uh, the words you choose really do matter. And clarity helps teams find a way to reduce the friction because everybody's on the same page with what should be happening. They understand how they should be executing. The over-communicating part, um, you can identify differences in opinions um, in the strategy of the outcome. Saying multiple uh, ways, saying the thing in multiple ways, um, using multiple communication channels is a way of over-communicating. And then when you do that, when you use these different channels, you find out where you're aligned and where you're not. Not everybody sort of looks at the same, at communication in the same way. So that's why you need to use the multiple channels. It's also important because as we work more in these non-in-person situations, what we say has even more weight because it's hard to assess body language and things of that nature. You're literally going off of what the person is saying. We're not able to pick up, you know, cues that we normally would be able to do when we're in person. And then the last reason why it's important is because there are multiple ways to interpret a message, right? And so what you want to do is be able to use all of these different communication methods to be able to say the same thing depending on, you know, how your message might be interpreted. So some actionable tips, especially if it's a very, very important message that you have to get out. Uh, use these multiple channels. It's things like have a real-time, you know, stand-up meeting, have the information in an email, use Slack, use all of these different ways to communicate your message. It doesn't mean that we want you to say the exact same thing in each of these um, channels. It means that you need to find a different way to say the same thing in these channels. This will give you multiple ways to be able to reach multiple people. Uh, and, and people have different communication styles. So that's why that's important. Another tip is to find a way to pause before you're communicating, whether it's verbal or written. Before you actually say it, just think first, what is it? What is the thing that I want the person to either feel, uh, think, or do as a result of what I'm getting ready to say? And if you're, if what you're going to say doesn't answer that, you need to take a pause and figure out how to communicate what you need to. What we don't want is for people trying to figure out what you mean. When you, once you, once you said it, if people are going, well, what does that mean? Then, then that uh, you need to try again. And then the other actionable tip really is to get feedback on your communication style. How, what's your style like in person versus in written versus on a conference call, that sort of thing. That's really important. So how do you know if you're doing it right? Um, 
when you're having a conversation with people, this is a tricky one because you won't know unless you're actually asking the question. Uh, when you're having conversations with people, you can ask, so what is the impact? So based off of what you heard me say or what you read, how does that impact what you're going to be doing on a day-to-day basis? And if what you're hearing in return are the things that you want to hear, then you know you're doing it right. If you're hearing something different, you may have to adjust your message, tailor it, you know, repeat your message or something like that, just to make sure you're being clear. That's where the overcommunication comes in. You do have to test it, right? I've I've put out this communication and now I'm asking people, based on what you heard, what are you doing differently, if anything? And if you're not hearing the thing that you thought you wanted to hear, you may have to adjust your message. Great. Yeah. So just to, to add to that and and um, marketers out there will will easily adapt will easily understand this. It can take an individual up to seven times to wow. hear something before they finally grasp it. And and that has nothing to do with um, intellect or anything like that. It's just we have so much in our minds and it depends on how we associate it. So the way that, uh, and if you think about branding or trying to get an advertisement uh, across to someone, you say, uh, you essentially say the same thing seven different times in seven different ways or through seven different communication channels, right? So you try to get to them to ensure the message breaks through in multiple channels. So it's just it's just human nature. We ha- we need to hear it, things sometimes. So it, it makes perfect sense. There's so much noise out there. Yeah. So many so many competing messages that people are getting. You have to make sure, that's why the overcommunication is important. You have to make sure that your message has broken through, one, that they received it, two, that they understand it, and three, that they're they're acting in the way, they're doing, feeling, thinking in the way that you want it to have happen. Otherwise, you just have to keep doing it to, to make sure everybody's on the same page. That's right. Good. So the key takeaway is say it, say it once, say it again in a different way, and then say it through a different channel. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Multiple channels. Yep. Exactly. And so the, and if I heard you correctly, the, the, because it is challenging to know if without explicitly saying, do you understand, which can, (laughs) yes, of course I do. um, Is that you need to somehow test clarity in that um, making sure that the person is feeling the way that you're that you wanted them to or thinking about it or know what the desired outcome is. And you may not do it in that initial conversation, but through various conversations, you'll find out if they're through or uh, just help me understand that last bit. of, of Yeah, I think you got to give it a little space. Right. But yeah, okay. as you start uh, following up with people on the messaging, what you want to understand is based on what you've heard. What changes are you making? Do you have uh, questions that I can answer? Um, and that sort of thing. Because you're right. People will say, yeah, I understood. I understood. I understood the memo. I understand right. what to do. But right. it's not until you understand how they're thinking about how they're going to execute based off of that. Do you really understand, oh, they they get it? Or I think I need to clarify something because they're actually doing something different than what I had intended. Okay. So you, do have to, you do have to test it. Good. Excellent. All right. Very good. I think I now understand. You've said it to me in multiple ways. (laughs) Great. Love it. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.